BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is The Vault by Access Hollywood. We're taking you on an epic journey into the heart of Hollywood with iconic interviews and fascinating conversations from the biggest stars in the business. The Vault opens now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is The Vault, and I am Zuri Hall. And I, I am Scott Evans. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And like I said, you're listening to The Vault by Access Hollywood. Today on the podcast, we are pressing play on some throwback clips of one of, if not maybe the most famous woman in the entire world. Yeah. Certainly, certainly in the, the upper upper echelon. Uh, she's the television personality, a beauty and fashion icon, an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and so much more. We're talking about KK, Kim K, Kimmy Kim K. Cakes. Yeah, Kim, Kar- Kim Kardashian. <laughs> That's a term of endearment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is kind of baffling is that in person, she is one of the sweetest people you'll meet. She's so kind, very kind. She is yeah. so kind. She's so soft-spoken. She's even, I think, really thoughtful in interviews with her, like she, mm. when she doesn't want to answer a question, she's like, she's not, it's not like a mm, looking over like to a, the corner. It's when not it's bitchy, you're rude. It's she's, no, she's able to gracefully pivot out of things she doesn't want to talk about, which is the most you can ask. Yeah. Exactly. It is something to see her in person. I will never forget my first time ever meeting her in person was on the CFDA red carpet the day the Vanity Fair cover with. I am Kate. I am Kate. (laughs) I remember handing her the magazine and one of the lead questions was about how she had gifted Caitlin her glam squad to get ready for the shoot. And Mm -hmm. their family moment made worldwide headlines. I thought she was really thoughtful in her response. But there is something about a Kim K in-person situation. She changes the room she walks in. She just, you can't help it. She can't help it. And she's so tiny too. Like, that's one thing that the first time I ever met her struck me. You know, you you think of this larger than life personality. Obviously the Kardashians are known for their glitz and their glamour and bigger is better. And let's be quite frank, even the everything, everything just translates larger than life. But she's five foot two. She is Tiny. It's the tiniest little thing and beautiful and stunning. But she was just, I was so surprised that she was that tiny when I first met her. I'd, I'd not been expecting that. But she's certainly larger than life. She has a very sweet, demure personality that I think offsets the larger than life of it all in a very interesting way. Yeah. Well, okay. So up first in today's episode, you know, we can't talk about Kim without talking about keeping up with the Kardashians. And don't lie. <laughs> Before you worked at E. Had you seen an episode of the Kardashians? Yes, yes. I wasn't like a faithful watcher. I don't think I've ever been a like a the new episode came out and I gotta be there like front row center. But I've watched. Only yeah. thing I've known you be like that is a law and order. Hey, first of all, don't sleep on SVU, uh, special victims unit. <laughs> Shout out to Mariska. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We love a true crime queen. 
But, well, honestly, Kim about to be a true crime queen while she's playing out here <laughs> taking the bar exam. But we'll get to that momentarily. But no, I, I was a casual watcher of the show. It was one of those things where when they first came on the scene, they were the first to really do it, right? So they were the, the dawn of a new era. And it was like, what is this reality TV thing? Why is this family led and it's just be all up in their business? So it was fascinating. And where is Bruce? Remember, because because that was the whole concept. It was like, how is Bruce keeping up with all of these women, all of this stuff going on, yes. this family dynamic, and Rob? It was like, yes. how Rob. are we going to get Rob, Rob. and we going to get Bruce through this episode? Honestly, I never had more compassion for grown-ass men than watching Bruce and Rob try. do it. Try. That's the word. If that don't sum up their experience in that household... Just it should have been called it. trying in the house. Robin <laughs> Bruce, try. Try. It is unreal to think that it is one of the longest running reality TV shows on air. Yep. And certainly one of, if not the most successful, I think it, it kind of goes without saying, right? Like it was a, a behemoth of a show and it launched multiple careers. When you think about the fact that each of these women have carved out Product lines. Yes, mm -hmm. it's insane. It was the beginning of the influencer. It was the beginning of the influencer. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you got 20 seasons. You got 260 episodes. You've got it landing on the list of top 100 most watched series on television. Received multiple nominations, Teen Choice Awards. It was one of the biggest reality shows on TV. And so we sat down with Kim, Chloe, and Courtney, the trifecta as they were otherwise mm -hmm. known, in 2008 at a restaurant. Imagine just catching up with Kim, Chloe, and Courtney at a restaurant, right? Super you couldn't cash. even it cash. <laughs> the second season aired, and we just wanted to know about the success of the show and what it meant to them that their family was resonating with so many people. Listen to this. I think we've gotten so much closer because, you know, we're stuck together all the time, but I've really enjoyed how much closer I've gotten with them. Because we were always close, but it was more like, okay, we'll be at the stores, and then we go our separate ways. Now we're like, okay, let's go do this, let's do this. And we go to like events together, and it's just, I don't know, But I think what's fun. cool is that we've realized that we are in a position that we're so privileged to, number one, we get paid to hang out with our family. Yeah. Basically, our yeah. job is to hang out with our family and eat hot dogs with beer. Yeah. Uh, eat dogs. So, so I think that it's like, like we just got back from New Orleans. We built a home. I always am saying my manicure. I've not had a manicure since we built a home. Really? Is that what thing you with the Reggie? The three of us. Uh, no. Was well, he part of that of or no? No. Yeah, well, no. He, was, he didn't come with us to do that, but it was because he had a celebrity pool tournament. He invited all of us charity. to come out for charity. His 619 Foundation, um, where basically gives back to different families in New Orleans. And so we were so fortunate Great. to share what we do in our lives with this one family. And it was so rewarding to surprise them with different things. And I just think that right now we're blessed with a voice that not a lot of people have. And it's, we want to use it in a useful way. And it's, you know, it's good to show us, you know, our, our fighting and our bickering, but it's also like in this season, you're showing us getting registered to vote and just young people taking a stand in things that we need to be doing in our lives. And life is not just about parties and, Fighting and well, that's the shopping. thing. This show, what's what? I think any show that's successful has to have heart in it. Mm 
Yeah. And this show does. When you took in the homeless guy, I mean, Shorty. Was, well, Shorty, what a nice, I mean, that was, yeah. it was sweet. I love Shorty. Going down to New Orleans and actually doing something, it's also sweet, but it's also it's a good real. message. Get people, you, you young people see. are more involved no, these days. Honestly, yeah. it is so, like this season, we saw the first three episodes last night and we just said, this is so much better than last season. Wow. I forgot about Shorty. That's how many storylines, you know what I mean? Listen, like, if the Kardashians gonna give you something, it's a storyline, honey. Okay, <laughs> they stay with a plot twist <laughs> on a Tuesday. I find oh man, a, a Tuesday and a spinoff. Remember the so many spinoffs. The Miami Courtney and, and Courtney, or, yeah, Courtney and Courtney Chloe and do Miami, and then I think yeah. they did the Hamptons. And yeah, then we got Chloe after dark. Lamar. Chloe after dark. Remember that? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, Kylie had a spinoff for a minute, but what, remember one she minute. had one season, and then China and Rob and Chris was like, "We're raining it in. We're actually gonna shut stand down on this one." China and Rob one season, also another stand down moment. Stand down moment. But a lot of spinoffs, <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> None the, uh, listen, it is a measure of the success when you can get a spinoff. You know, I, I, what y'all don't know is that we got a spinoff of The Vault coming next season. Did you know? Did you know? I didn't know. What's the spinoff? It's Nobody called tell me nothing. Uh, The Cutting Room Floor. Stupid, shut up. By I, access, the Cutting Room Floor by Access Hollywood. Right. I can't wait. Yeah, did you know? No, you heard it here first, though. I can't wait. The Cutting it's Room It's all floor. the stuff that didn't make it onto this show. Uh-huh. Well, you know, when the, our producers have said, now, y'all know y'all can't say that. You can't be the, talking about that on the air. But on now, the, on the, now you can watch, you can listen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. get into that. Get into okay. that. But it, it, it is cool to mm -hmm. hear them talk about working with their family because you know how that narrative would kind of evolve from how much of a blessing is it that we get paid to hang out with our family. That yeah. narrative quickly changed to, I would, wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. Right, right. Right. I would not want to be going through this same thing with mm -hmm. any other group of people. And only these people really understand this thing that we're going through. Yeah, exactly. And it, it almost became more and more and more of that, right? In a way that I think, to be quite frank, is a bit bittersweet. Um, mm -hmm. It's one thing to start it and say, oh, only these people get what's going on. But the more you live your life in that bubble, the more those mm -hmm. people really are the only people who get what's going on. And so you almost feel like they rely on each other more as the years mm -hmm. go by. They're almost forced to be close, whether they like it or not, as the years go by, because not many people can understand what they're going through because I think many families have been willing, particularly after them, but not many, if any, have reached the level of notoriety, of fame, of accomplished in the space that they have. And so even when they have their momentary breakups, right, the sisters fight or literally a romantic breakup or whatever, like it's only a matter of time before they're going to circle back around because right. the circle is tight. You it's know? tight. You be tight. And there is nothing I like more in a Kardashian season when then usually if Chloe is going after or Chloe and Kim are going toe-to-toe. -to -toe oh my God. Because Kim's delivery is so much different than Chloe's. Like she refuses, like even her yell is at most a 40% effort. It's so effort. cute. Yeah. It, she's like, it makes me be like, do I have anger management? <laughs> Kim will be so mad and be like, Chloe, honestly, I'm fucking pissed. Like you don't even know. I am enraged. I will just light this whole bitch on fire. And I'm like, 
That Girl. was me on Monday before I said my prayers. Like, what is she talking about? Yes. Woo! It is the gift that keeps on giving. You know what? Matter of fact, it. I'm about to pull up one of those clips right now. We let's go okay. to break real quick. quick I need break, to see. Break. I need to see Kim go at Chloe one more time. We'll be back. I am so pissed. <laughs> We're back from break. We're moving forward in today's episode. Shout out to the Kardashians. This one's all about Kim K. We're going to jump ahead to 2010. By this point in Kim's career, she was a massive star. The Kardashians were a success. They were in their fifth season. She launched a number of successful brands and products. And this was like the dawn of social media too. Um, Access actually sat down with Kim to talk about her success. And we asked her what she wanted to be described as. This is what she had to say. Do you want to be called a celebrity, a brand, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur? What like what's the word that you like to categorize yourself most as? I would say a businesswoman or an entrepreneur. I think that, you know, before the show, I was, you know, a businesswoman and I was always thinking of different ideas and I always knew that it, as much as I love fashion and I love, you know, fragrance and everything that I'm, you know, kind of have my hands in. I just always envisioned this, that I was just going to be more behind the scenes, more just taking care of the business side of everything, which is what I'm so passionate about. So um, having a show and all that is obviously is my vehicle to be visible, to have all of these products. But I really like to think of myself as my brand is for my fans because I just really respond to what they're asking for on Twitter and on Facebook and my blog. Every time they ask me for something like, well, how do you stay in such good shape? I'm like, okay, well, this is how, and this is what, you know, you can do. Or if they ask me, you know, what skincare products do you use? I can, you know, come up with a great skincare line and give that to them. So we just, I, I love um, just taking on new projects and seeing them grow. You know what the craziest part about that was? When she mentioned social media and she was like, you know, like Twitter and Facebook. And then that was it. I was like, wait, what about? Oh my God. Instagram wasn't even a thing. Wasn't even a thing yet. And I, I dare say that's like creme de la creme at this, at this point in the game. I feel like Insta is like the medium through which most of the women reach their audience. Right. Yeah. uh, For a little while, I remember it was, it was Snapchat until I think it was, was it Kylie? Who said yep. that it had died, right? Was it Kylie, I think? And then it killed Snap in that moment had it not been dead already. I mean, it was like, it was rough. Someone like Kylie Jenner denouncing or being like, oh yeah, that's so whack. Like, that's basically a kiss of death. No shade to Snap. No shade to Snap at all. Listening to that clip, do you know what I thought about? What? The fact that this is a woman whose father was on the defense team for OJ Simpson mm-hmm. in one of the most publicized murder trials in Mm -hmm. history. She would go on to be friends with Paris Hilton and was like an organizer, wardrobe. Like a wardrobe curator. Yeah, like she would come in and fix your closet, organize your home, that kind of thing. Like that was a business she had started at a pretty young age Mm -hmm. and is now one of, if not the most famous woman, probably behind Oprah, on the planet, right? Like how incredible 
a story, how incredible a rise. Like, and I'm not, I'm not saying certainly that I've agreed with everything that's ever, that she's ever been behind or that has happened to her or, or that I'm a stone cold fan of her through and through, but it is something kind of amazing. And like the American dream story that this is something that happened. And people always talk about when they talk about the success of Kim or any of their Kardashians is how the ultimate orchestrator, the ultimate momager, Chris, Yo, how, like none of I it would happen without her. If I could just have Chris Jenner in my life for 13 days, just 13 <laughs> days <laughs> with that woman wielding my puppet strings, when I tell you I would be president of the United States of America, it's very likely. I, it doesn't matter what you think or don't think about the family, about her, whatever. There's something to be said for her business acumen and her ability to make something out of nothing or just a little bit. Just a little bit. Do it. All you need is a little something and Chris going to make it everything. Yeah. And to see Kim make a pivot lately to trying to figure out how to use her platform for more than commerce, mm-hmm. how to use her platform for more than, you know, her personal economy kind of situation. It's a, a kind of neat thing. Yeah. Going back to school to study law, about to take or just took the bar. To me, that that's a pretty cool thing. And for her to like, to be like, I don't really care what y'all think about mm-hmm. it. I just, yeah. I have gotten hip to the fact this is also kind of my father's legacy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And my family and I'm picking up that mantle and I'm going to try to do something yeah. more with this platform that I've been given. Yeah. And I say good for her and that, you know, people have their their thoughts and their ideas. But at the end of the day, if the result of her efforts is people who should be walking free, walking free, yeah. people whose cases should be amplified, being amplified. I don't care how it happens. I don't care who the vessel is. I don't care what the medium is. It's good work. It's important work. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's something that's important for a lot of people to remember, you know, particularly with a chapter that Kim is carving out for herself right now. But before she got to this point, obviously, you know, we that last clip we played was from 2010. It's kind of wild to think about what would follow in just the, the few years. Life comes at the Kardashians fast, yo. A year, <laughs> a year in Calabasas, <laughs> like 10 years in anywhere else in the world because <laughs> i'm like wait what it's march but in january she was with he was with what wait she just bought the house they they flipped it they sold it already I thought they just yeah duh, duh. So, the 2010 is that clip that we heard by 2011 kim was married to chris humphreys didn't last too long it was about a two-year relationship but we all saw saw that marriage right that was yeah. televised they had the wedding special did you watch scott i remember the wedding special because i remember wasn't it chris like it has to be perfect. <laughs> it has to be perfect. And Kim, at one point, was kind of like, this is my wedding. I right. need you to relax. She was like, it has to be, to be perfect. perfect. So obviously the marriage and then the subsequent divorce, but she's always been so open with her personal life, right? And it's a, it's the blessing and the curse of their reality. Um, and not long after that, Kanye West came on the scene, of course, and they tied the knot in 2014 and had all those beautiful babies. They have four now. Is it four four children that they share? That they're So it is North North. first, the OG. Mm -hmm. Then you have Saint Saint, was second. Then Chicago. Uh And then Psalm. And then Psalm. Yeah. So four. 
and North they had before they tied the knot. They did get married in Florence, Italy in a very lavish ceremony in May of 2014. And it was absolutely stunning. By then North was already on the scene. And then not too long after that, obviously they had their, their second kid, son, St. West in December of 2015 and two more to follow. Now, despite all the success, obviously all of the wins and the excitement in her personal life at that time, she was still being criticized by people. Uh, Some people said she was fake or disingenuous. This is what she had to say to those critics back in this 2015 interview that we did with her. Listen to this. I get more fed up with questions like, you know, I was I was um, traveling recently and I was doing a press day and people were like, you know, how do you feel about when people say, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm here working, aren't I? Like, I'm here to promote something. I said, hey, why don't you do this? Give, tell someone else that you think can do it. Give them, tell them to do everything that I've done in my career and see if they end up exactly where I'm at. Try it, just, I, I dare you, try it. And see if you can put in all the hard work that I could do. So, I mean, questions like that are just more. That makes you irritated. And, a little bit irritated, but just I'm over it. I just don't even give it like the attention. I'm just like, try it, see if it works for you. Right, and some people thought it might might be a flash in the pan. It's been yeah. a long time. How long has it been? I mean, this ride it's been about of about eight years of real global fame. Eight years, and it's been so much fun. And it's still going. Oh yeah, it is. It and absolutely it's still going. is. It absolutely is. If there's one thing you can't knock. Him will work now. She's got some hustle oh, yeah. in her. She has the work ethic, you know, like the fact that they stay with a with a brand deal, with an announcement, with a the beauty line. I think she's coming up with a home goods line. You know, I, I love that she keeps her eye on the prize. Speaking of her business mind mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how busy she is, she's always done it with a kind of like respect for everyone's time. Kim, I will say, has never, for me, has never been late for a interview. Right. She's Same. always showed up on time. Yep. She's always delivered to the point mm-hmm. where like you can get, even get like a good chuckle out of her when mm-hmm. she's trying to keep it together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we've been talking about the business mind of Kim, right? And how busy she's been. And really though, how in the midst of all the craziness that can be surrounding her, she still manages to have that human element, that respect and decorum in public situations where a lot of people in this industry that we talk to in an, and interact with don't always feel obligated to have that. So this next clip is actually from an interview that I had with her in 2018 when she was just days away from welcoming their daughter Chicago uh, via surrogate. In fact, I think it was maybe a week or two after this interview, Chicago was born. And we were talking about what it is like to be expecting a child in this kind of way. And also giving so many women who had had complications with carrying themselves a voice, right? Someone to point to in media that says, okay, she's doing it, I can do it. Or I didn't even know that was an option for me. Before our interview started, uh, we had this brief conversation about why it's important to treat people and how even when people aren't watching, it should be something that is a priority for you. This has been my experience of you, uh, really, and your family uh, from from my first experience. You've always been super respectful of the people who it takes to make all this happen. I've always noticed that. Um, Cause it's always everyone else that really has the hard work, right? But, but I mean, even like Kendall and Kylie, 
Like I, I did the, okay. um, I went to Paris with. That's not uh, what I heard. I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> right, kidding. No, right. I'm just kidding. But I mean, they, I went to, to Paris with uh, Kendall for Victoria's Secret. Yeah. And I mean, every person who touched her face, she was, thank you. This looks so great. Or, you know, That's the, if what there I was love a note. To, like when I'm working with some of the same people that she works with, they'll say to me, like, oh my God, I just worked with your sister, especially at the beginning when she was first getting into modeling. Yeah. And everyone was like, she's so polite. She's so nice. That's so refreshing. It's so, you know, and I was mm-hmm. like, I would text her, like, keep it up. Everyone's saying the best things about you. There's already enough, you know, people attacking on every other subject. So, Keep with this. everything you could be in this world, just like be kind, yeah. be nice to people, and that'll take you really far. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And it's funny because in the same breath, I've also seen Kim on a carpet tell people, you need to relax. And she's like, hey, 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 yeah. everyone's going to get the picture. I'm not going to leave without y'all getting the picture. Oh, Let's trust. Bring- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I do. I hear that the interview that you had with her and I really it's safe to say and this is someone who, you know, worked for five years under the network, you Mm -hmm. know, where the show aired and had a lot of interactions with all of them, all of the the entire family. And she has consistently shown up as that. Mm -hmm. Right. She's always been kind or gracious whether she's trying to get in and out like there's a way to do a thing. Right. I'm not saying that she's like. I'm going to sit here for 25,000 hours and whatever you, everybody needs. No, I'll certainly. Give, but there's a way to set boundaries. There's a way to express what you want and what you don't. Mm-hmm. There's a way to express when you're unhappy. And in this industry, it's really easy for people to get caught up in the sauce and get caught up in their own hype and forget that there's a way that you can do things. And so I've always admired that. And we're talking like not even with necessarily cameras rolling. We're talking about like yeah. someone who has opened the door for her or said, yeah. you know, here's where you're going to stand. Or, you know, like those people often can be ignored right? Or can seem invisible to members you're interviewing. I'm pretty sure this was around the time that Courtney, she had already had an at-home birth. And so Kim was like, you know, what's my birth situation going to be? And she was big into crystals and that kind of thing. And so we gave her this gift for a smooth, uneventful delivery of Chicago. And she was so receptive to the stone. I remember her holding it and being like, she was like, I'm going to hold this while I'm giving birth. And I looked at the cameraman. I was like, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh what wait we need to confirm did you circle back around and ask her if it was no because i didn't because w- i wouldn't see her again for i mean maybe a year oh, could you imagine okay. being like hey did you hold remember, my rock remember <laughs> you hold my rock courtney never gave birth at home she just she she pulled the babies out herself no, i'm so glad you said it because I will never forget. She didn't give birth at home. And she I was just like, pulled them out herself. Whatever the hell Courtney did, whatever she's on, whatever this is, is what I want. Courtney literally was like, just fuck it. I'll do it myself. And just like pull the baby out. Pull the baby out. The unbothered. So calm and cool. And was like, he's here now. Yeah. On TV. With the I remember the- seeing her reach down and, and pull the like, baby out. Like, it was amazing. I aspire. I will say, though, it does seem kind of like an end of an era with the announcement that Kim and Kanye were filing for a divorce, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of seem like things got to a point where who could, yeah. how could, how could um, you stay? How do you manage? How do you, you manage? Not? 
How yeah. do you manage? And, and we only know, you know, a fraction, I'm sure. Uh, but your heart goes out to them and their yes. beautiful, beautiful family. And that's the thing, right? It's like at the end of the day, regardless of what the headlines are saying, regardless of what's going on between these two adults, there are four beautiful children who are are very much loved by their parents. That's mm-hmm. something that has been made very clear. So I just hope truly, and I hope this for everyone, because I myself am a child living with divorced parents, that there can be privacy and respect granted during that that dissolution and, and whatever comes to be because of those four kids, you know, like they, they live a very public life. But at the end of the day, the kids didn't sign up for that. They were born into it. And so um, my hope is always with with any children that are, are part of these, these celebrity families or, or, or couples, my hope is that, you know, privacy and grace is extended particularly to the children because, yeah, it's you know not what I mean? Them. It's not you know? them. It's it so easy to, to, to pick things apart and wonder what if and speculate, but oftentimes at the expense of the kids too. So it seems like they're dedicated to co-parenting in a, yeah. in a healthy way. And their children are clearly their top priority. I know as a, particularly Kim is so vocal about those babies, about how much she loves them and cares for them and is constantly posting and sharing them. It is certainly the end of an era and it is bittersweet. But if there's one thing Kim is good at and that family's good at, but particularly Kim, it is the art of reinvention. It is the art of a second act, of a third act, of a fourth act. And it's very clear the direction that she's headed in for this next act, right? Today, she's 40 years old. She's been working on her law degree and obviously, you know, very vocal about the work that she's doing in that space. And even after seven years of marriage, the fact that she and Kanye are, you know, deciding to split up and go their separate ways doesn't take away from all of the success that each of them has achieved individually and as a unit. They've done a lot of really cool things together Mm -hmm. as a couple creatively. Um, And I'm excited to see what's next for her, right? She, according to Forbes, she's been listed as having a net worth of a billion dollars. And she is so Certainly a, a true Hollywood story. Yes, I said billion with a B, y'all. With a B. Um, it's only up from here. We know Kim is going, she going to keep the hustle going. She going to have another something popping up, another brand, another another business. <laughs> she stay I'm about to go call my empire. agents. I'm going to call my agents. We got to do something. We got to do something else. <laughs> right. We got to pick it up. I'm trying to give me the Kim K. I'll take the Kim K special, please. Right. On a Tuesday. <laughs> On a Tuesday. Lord, have mercy. So we're excited to see what's what's coming next for her. Uh, that wraps it up for this episode of The Vault by Access Hollywood. Make sure y'all are subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. I'm Zuri Hall. And I'm Scott Evans. And we will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Jenny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rudder, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we open up that vault again for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share. <laughs>